20 questions or 20 minutes, whichever comes first, as long as it's you. This is You Go First. I'm your host, Blair Payton. We have 20 questions in a vase. My guests will draw the first question, and we'll go back and forth covering as much ground in 20 minutes. The timer begins after the first question has been read. My guest today is comedian and musician. Greg, you know what? I don't know how to pronounce your last name. It's Boro Doolin. For as long as I've known you, I never knew. I'd always see his name, and I was just like, oh, it's just Greg. Yeah. Borodulin. It's pretty phonetic, but people get uh, intimidated by the four syllables, I find. How badly do people butcher your last name? Um, not too bad. I get Borodulin, so they turn the D into a J, which is extra, I find. Ooh, I kind of like that better. Borodulin? Yeah. Borodulin. Uh, Borodulin. That, should be, your, yeah, that yeah. should be your stage name. Borodulin, you think? Yes. Complicated than it a farther than it already is, yeah. Do you like how I start the show by introducing <laughs> you and then insulting you by not knowing your name? So Love welcome. It. This is You Go First. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. So how, first of all, have you been pandemic? Not bad. Not bad. Keeping busy, keeping in the mind, moving. Yeah. It's the best way to stay sane, I find. Have you done any sort of like performing uh, during the pandemic, like on Zoom? Or? In the beginning, I would do Zoom open mics for stand-up. But I really hated it, so I stopped. Yeah, that doesn't sound super fun. Like, walk me through a stand-up set through Zoom. It sounds pretty bad. It sounds just as bad, because I participated in a couple of improv Zoom sessions, and that is, uh, oh, that's terrible. Well, one of the most important things for stand-up is the timing, and you lose all sense of timing with the delay. Mm -hmm. Also, I find that if I'm halfway through a joke and I have the opportunity to back out or keep going with it, if I see people smirking, it seems like I'm about to get a laugh, I'll keep going with it. But I can't tell. Sometimes with Zoom, I I don't have the time to click through every single box to see if everyone's smiling. Well, does everyone have, like, their mic muted? Yeah, exactly. Well, sometimes they have it muted and sometimes they have it unmuted and they laugh, but it's still, like... So much of laughing at a comic is looking at them and seeing yeah. the faces that they make and seeing their gestures, and you don't get that when it's like through the internet, you know? Uh, yeah, because I've I only participated in one. I was like, yeah, this will be a great idea to kind of keep my mind active and keep that, you know, part of your brain working uh, in regards to improv. And the few times we did it, there was a lag, and there was like not really an audience. We were just kind of rehearsing, and it was just so. It was like. It's awkward. <laughs> it's this more is our awkward. new normal. It's more awkward than regular stand-up is already, you know? Yeah. So how did you get – how does one get into stand-up? What, what was the moment where you were like, I want to do this? Well, I had written stuff before for a few pilots, for a few uh, video sketches. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved stand up as it is. When you say pilot, like like as a like a TV like, like a TV web pilot. series? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but uh, – Honestly, half the reason why I moved to Brooklyn was mm-hmm. to go see comedy, whether that be improv, sketch, or stand-up. Yeah. And stand-up was always my favorite. So I'd go to shows, and there was a part of me that thought I could I could do this on mm-hmm. some level. And so start going to open mics. Start bombing right away. <laughs> so how long have you been doing stand-up? Because you haven't been in New York too, too long, have you? I lived in Jersey City for three years before. Okay. And so my life and my job and the school I went to was all around here. Um, Are you from Jersey? Yeah, I'm from Jersey originally. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm from the area. Kind okay, of. Okay, yeah. so you know, uh, <laughs> you, you know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's been about a year of doing it in earnest. Before that, I would do it like once every like month, once every two months. But that's not how you do that. You know, if you right. want to do it, you do it like three times a week. And okay. so before COVID hit, I would do it like three times a week, and that happened for like about a, a year. What 
tell me about the first time you got up on stage to do any sort of stand-up. First time, like, what was going through your mind? And did you, were you successful at it? Um, I had one joke that worked. <laughs> That's a good, oh, okay. Also the, I thought you were just going to say I had one joke, period. No, no, no. And I was going to just kind of milk it for a couple of minutes. I had one joke that worked. Everything else was uh, pretty much a full-on bomb, mm-hmm. except for the moments. There's this fascinating thing that happens at, at open mics, where is if you make fun of yourself bombing, you'll get a laugh. Every single time. It, ha- it works for every comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, but And so I did that and got laughs, but those don't count. But other than that, I had one joke that worked. Uh, I have zero stage fright whatsoever. Okay, that's huge. Yeah. And that's so, half the battle. And so I don't mind bombing. I find it to be like a strengthening experience wow. mentally. Um, I am the opposite. So I really don't mind bombing. I could just like, I obviously would prefer to not yeah. because that means, you know, I'm doing the thing I want to do well. Right. But the actual bombing, the silence of it doesn't quite bother me as much as it does other people. So I bombed, but it was okay. And then I went to do it like, you know, a week later. Okay. So how did you gain that skill? Because I need to learn that because anytime I'm on stage, whether it's improv, a play or anything, and I bomb or don't get that laugh, I will <laughs> I will take it so personally. Right. I'm like, well, this is it. I'm done. Yeah, Goodbye. Yeah. Um, I... So first and foremost, I'm a musician, mm-hmm. uh, and my parents forced me to play piano since I was five, mm-hmm. and part of that was playing at recitals and in front of a lot of people. Uh-huh. Uh, and so from a young age, I was put in front of audiences okay. a lot, especially with like very technical stuff. Now, would you say you're a better musician or a comedian? Musician, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how there's no hesitation. Oh, yeah, no, no question about that. Uh, the comedy stuff for me is like uh, I, I have no dreams of making it. I think that's also a big reason why I I don't. Uh, so this is just a hobby for you. You don't have like any aspirations. Yeah, it's a hobby that I I take kind of seriously, but I have no ideas of like making it a career or anything like that. I think that's also a big reason why I don't mind bombing because it is just like me exercising. Or uh-huh, yeah. is that the excuse you tell yourself so that way if you never make it, you're like, well, it was just a hobby. I thought about that for a while, and I genuinely don't think that's it. Um, really? Yeah, I genuinely don't think that's it. I think that being a comedian looks like it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you know? It doesn't look – it looks fun once you've hit that mark. Like yes. once you're on Netflix and you have like that nice studio and the audience and everything. But yeah, just the stories you hear from being on the road and being alone. But especially there's like – like let's say there's a handful of six or like you know ten people that make it per like every generation and they they're stable for the rest of their life yeah and they uh but everyone else yeah like even the top people like fall away yeah yeah so let's talk about your music i mostly focus on scoring so i work on other people's projects so if someone has a, a web series a documentary uh, I will write the music for it. So I'm mostly an instrumental guy as opposed to like a song writing guy. That's interesting. Yeah, I love that kind of work. That's so interesting. Very do you have like a website where people can check it I out? I do, absolutely. GregBorodulin.com. You might want to spell that for the audience. G-R-E-G-B-O-R-O-D-U-L-I-N. 
Com. So, okay, right now we are going to take a break. Uh-huh. Coming back, we're going to go through 20 questions in 20 minutes. How are you feeling? Are you feeling very excited? Right? Can't wait to see what's in that vase. There is so many questions, and there's actually a new thing we're doing this season, which I encourage the audience to participate in. We're inviting you to submit your own questions. So it can be like, hey, I'm, you know, I have a relationship issue, and we are by no means experts, but you know what? It's fun to help you figure out your problems and maybe maybe we're better at helping other people than we are ourselves so feel free to reach out to us on our socials at you go first show uh and that's again all in the description so we're going to take a break and coming back 20 questions in 20 minutes Welcome back to You Go First. I'm your host, Blair Payton, and I am joined today by Greg Boulabojabin. Did I pronounce it correctly? Absolutely. Okay, good. I felt confident as it was coming out of my mouth. Okay, so right now, it's it's the main part. It's the main show. This is when Britney comes out to perform. <laughs> that sounded like a straight reference, right? Yeah, I loved okay, it. Okay, I felt very confident. As a straight then, man, I loved it. <laughs> great, great. Free Britney? <laughs> yeah, free Britney. Okay, free Britney. Um, so yeah, we're going to go through 20 questions in 20 minutes. So you're going to draw the first question. Mm-hmm. As soon as you read it, we will start the timer and we will begin. And I'm using your phone yeah. <laughs> because I did not come prepared. So Greg, you go first. Do you sext? <laughs> Hit it. Timer begins now. Do you sext? I do. But I only really? I only do I very selectively and carefully because do you get dirty? Uh I do, but there's a huge like amount of build up before I know that and the like the wait, consent of descri- the other person is there. Describe you know the build up you were so it's, blue balls. So it's like no, no, no. But it's it's like um, I almost straightforward ask if that's what we're about to do before. It oh, starts so you get happening. consent. But that's what I'm saying. But like okay. my consent getting period is very long before the sex thing happens. Okay, you know I mean, so like it's like I ask more than a few times, kind of, you know. So when you sex, yes. would you say it would be more like, "Hey, I can't wait to touch your boobies," or is it like? I'm gonna throw you down on the. Is it like a Harlequin novel? Oh, what I is see your what, you mean. what is um, your style of sexting? I prefer uh, visual stimulation as opposed to text. Got it. And I would like to say that uh, my pictures are hilarious. Okay. There's often a hat involved. Perfect top uh, or just like a beanie or so, like I have this little hat. Okay. You know that that fits uh, perfectly. Okay. I also. Uh, Sometimes, well, as I mentioned before, I'm a pianist, so uh, I'll, I'll I'll play a melody. Love it. Yeah. Well, that that goes hand in hand with you like wanting to score the production. Absolutely. Because yeah. sex, if anything, <laughs> can be a production. Yeah, absolutely. Um, wow, spicy first question. Huh? I hate sexting. Oh, interesting. I I don't I don't want to be like because every time someone's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm uh-huh. just like, I'm. Just, I'm just watching TV in bed. Like, what, there, what else am I Pajamas. I don't know. Like, I am comfortable in bed, and I don't feel like having to create this stupid narrative because, like, gays like to, like, tease you and then go away. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I'm not writing a novel just for you to, like, ghost on me. And right. I'm just like, let's, can we just, like, meet first? Mm-hmm. So I hate, mm-hmm. and I always try to sext. 
but I always um, it's just not um, any good. I see. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I just want to throw you down. They're like, what do you For want? Sure. Yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. tell me, tell me what you're gonna do to me, and I'm like, just it comes not. off as a bit. Yeah, that's why I'm not. I'm good gonna have with, sex with you, I guess. That's why I'm not good at the 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 words of it either. But it's almost always with girlfriends at the time. Okay, you know? well that's good. Um, okay, if you had the choice of anyone in all caps. Who would you quarantine with? Your eyes just got so big. Who would I quarantine with? Yeah, it's a big question because you have to think of all like celebrities, rules. friends. It can and be anyone, politicians, your mom, your dad. Honestly, I think the right answer to this would be my close friends. And I would prefer for it to be a big group of close friends okay so that if i get sick so of you're one super of them spreader yeah so we're super spreaders <laughs> okay but also if we get sick of one of them you can spend a little bit more time with the other ones and then alternate but yeah. i think being comfortable in a quarantine is more important than quarantining with someone fun so who did you quarantine this all of 20 my roommates just my roommates my how many roommates. roommates do you have it's me and three other people okay and that three wow yeah but we have like a duplex we got a backyard we have some space that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um. So, and no one's gotten on each other's nerves? No. We've been surprisingly good with each other. We've been getting okay. along. There's a decent amount of respect between all four of us. It's, okay. I'm, I'm very happy that I'm with them. See, well, and the same thing. I have one roommate, and our apartment for Brooklyn is pretty spacious, sure. so we haven't gotten in each other's way. Uh-huh. And I usually keep to myself. Um. But, yeah, because... Let's just say um, dating during a quarantine, as you probably know, uh-huh. is um, not the easiest. So ideally, I would like to quarantine with someone I can sext with, Absolutely. if you will. Yeah. But um, but then I'm like, ooh, is that too much time? And then you have to think about like how long we're dating. So you know what? I'm just going to stick with my roommate. Yeah. I feel like that's a safe answer at this moment because I could not quarantine with my family. Yeah. N- no, I'm... I love my family. I am relieved I am not quarantined with them. Especially my dad. Yes. My dad is like, I love him, but like, I if I was there, because I'm going home for the month of December, uh-huh. I, I already know I'm going to be assuming parental duties when I get there. Right. So draw the next question. All right. We are five minutes in. Weird compliment you ever received. Yeah. So weirdest compliment you ever received. Yeah. I was told once I'm rude. But in like a very fun and playful way. Okay. You're rude, you know. And what was it that propelled her? I, to say I, have that? A, I have a tendency to be honest with people. Okay. Uh, past the like appropriate level, I only do it to people who I care about and love, okay. and like I I tell them my opinion mm-hmm. uh, because I I I I think that they would benefit they, they need to hear it <laughs> yeah, yeah and i'm not saying i'm right, right but i think it's it's much more beneficial to hear a difficult opinion than yeah. it is to be just told what you want to hear okay. and you can go ahead and disregard my opinion but I, I i feel the need to be honest to you and i want other people to be honest with me so i said something i don't even remember what i said and she was so taken aback that i had said it and that yeah. she went you're rude who was it, Sterling? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. A mutual friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, you can listen to that episode if you go back in the archive. Sterling Mulberry. Yeah, she's the best. Um, the weirdest compliment I, I've gotten like a ton. Someone uh, said I looked like a celebrity. And that's always very dicey for me. I'm like, please be a good one. Please be a good one. And it was Andy Dick. I don't. Thank you. 
dodo if that was a compliment. That I, that <laughs> doesn't. Fe- they were like, you remind me of Andy Dick, and I was like, um, not classically attractive, mm-hmm. but he's he was working at the time, so I'm going to find right. find the positivity. But that mm-hmm. was, I didn't love that. Yeah. I didn't love that I one imagine. bit. All right. Um, oh, how do you take your coffee? Uh, Are you a coffee drinker? Yes, I am. I'm okay. not a. I don't depend on it for the caffeine, but I love the taste. Yeah. So it's because I know some people who are like, I need coffee, yeah. whereas I just like coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take it black if it's past. Uh, like a man, I like it. Well, pa- if it's past uh, midnight, if it's in the morning, I like it with cream you drink and sugar. Coffee and if overnight. Yeah, I, I, I. I, I, I'm a night I'm st- owl. You're, you're uh, strung out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but if it's in the morning, cream and sugar, and if it's in the middle of the day, uh, black with sugar. So I, I take it all different types of ways depending on the time of day. Yeah. I only became a hardcore coffee drinker within this past year because uh-huh. my new job. Well, it's not so new now, but I've been with this company for about like a year, and I only started drinking black coffee uh-huh. because one of the other producers I work with. She would always take a coffee break, and she was super fun to be around. And mm-hmm. I just was like, "Yeah, I'll get coffee." So I drank it right. <laughs> to fit in, uh-huh. and then I developed a taste for it. Too Even bad. my roommate during quarantine was like, uh-huh. "You went from absolutely hating coffee yeah. to drinking it like five cups a day." So how do you take it? <sighs> I will take uh, half and half. Uh-huh. I don't put sugar in it uh, because I'm a health nut. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but if I do, I will put Splenda. So I'm kind of all over the place depending on my mood. So right now in this moment, I take it uh, black with half and half. So, yeah, there you go. All That's right, draw good. the next question. We have 11 minutes left. Ooh, long one. What percentage of your life do you feel truly alive and when do you feel that way? Mm, that's one of them thinking questions. That is a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um. Dig deep. I like to. I, I like to bike in New York City without a helmet on, and wow. that's my answer. That feels dangerous. How often do you bike? Every day. For how long? Uh, hour or two. So you feel a lot alive for that hour. Yeah. So right now you're clinically dead. Well, I biked here, so I'm feeling pretty good right oh, now. Okay, so yeah, you're yeah, still yeah. living off the <laughs> yeah, high. Yeah. You bike without a helmet? Yes. I, I am in the process of getting a helmet. I've been saying for three months. <laughs> <laughs> and what does this process look like? Um, it's about it's, – it's not like a – I don't – it's not like my sister makes fun of me for not wearing a helmet. She's like, oh, what? You don't look cool? And it's like it's truly not about like looking cool or anything like that. Yeah, no I, one looks cool in a helmet. No, but I don't think people look uncool in a helmet. Yeah. But there's something about it's just me, the bike, and the ground yeah. that I really enjoy that I feel a helmet would take away from it. I think in about – That sounds dumb. Ve- yeah, very dumb. It's absolutely <laughs> dumb. Like I'm, a dumb. I'm a complete idiot about it. Within a month or two, I will grow up, become mature, and buy a helmet. Uh-huh. Um, but there's something unique about. Aren't you terrified of like falling? I've seen videos. I just fell. I just fell two weeks ago. That's why I got this little scar here. Did you really? Yeah, I had to get a new bike because I busted the old one. Um, but I'm gonna get a helmet. <laughs> I will get it. Wow, you are really uh, working through this but there's process. There's something unique about biking in New York City where it's like a puzzle, where you have to yeah. like find places to slip. Are you in. one of those assholes who will just go right through a light? We prefer uh, that's adventurous yes. riders. That's yes. <laughs> I hate. I yeah, people hate bike bicyclists for a very good reason. I'm just and like, I agree with them. Can't you just like 
there's you know just just stop. there's no time there's no time i mean everything's go. boarded up there is no <laughs> rush to get yeah, anywhere um okay well you're the worst uh-huh. when do i feel alive i would say so 2020 i haven't felt totally alive because when i do it's on stage Sure. So definitely performing, um, getting back into the rhythm of doing this podcast. So I think anytime I'm able to be creative mm-hmm. and perform, that's when I feel alive. So I would say um, 2020, it's probably, I feel alive 32% of the time. Yeah. No, being creative for me is also a big one oh. for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next question. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, what's the corniest joke you have ever told? My girlfriend got a face tattoo. It's on her back, but it's some other guy's face. <laughs> for a second, I was like, is this for real? Yeah. I'm not out, but is it for real? Yeah, it's for real. I didn't just make that up. That's way too clever and corny to be made up on the spot. She got some guy's face on her back? Oh, no, the joke is made up, but... It had been created before this oh, moment. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, she got some damn. Guys face her back. That's, yeah. that's not corny. It's just no, sad. It's wordplay. Oh, ha, 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 ha. But it's not that funny. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I was trying to think about it today, and I actually uh-huh. had to look up corny jokes. Because I told a corny joke on a previous podcast, and I like to, you know, mm-hmm. I like to keep it fresh with my corniness. Yeah. So this is one I found, and I have actually told this joke before. I had forgotten about it. Uh... Oh, damn it. Athletes suffer from athlete's foot, but what do elves suffer from? Elves' foot? Mistletoe. Wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> bang, bang! Yeah, they're on the same level. It's like that dad joke <laughs> wordplay that, like... It's yeah, seasonal. Yeah. It's I fun like to that. write, but it's, you know... Next question. Let's see. We have seven minutes left. I have a crush on someone I work with. Should I pursue it? And this is from Megan who's from Connecticut. Oh, okay. This is a listener question. Yay. Okay. So uh, read the question one more time. I have a crush on someone I work with. Should I pursue it? All right. What is your advice to Megan in Connecticut? I know how to respond to this, but I'm going to let you go first. Well, I I think same process that I would... Okay. So um, really make sure that this is someone you really, really want to be with, not someone you want to casually hook up with, Mm -hmm. not someone you think you'll be in a relationship for three months and then dump. If this person is like someone that you could be in love with, then begin the process of pursuing it. Otherwise, I would say no. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say a big hell fucking no. Yeah. I speak from experience on this one. My last job, I dated someone who uh-huh. I worked with, and I thought we were on the same page, but we were reading two different books. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm leaning more towards agreeing with you, but in again, in that rare situation where you really feel like they might be the one, I feel like I mean, there's exceptions. If you feel like they're the one, that's fine. Look for another job. Do not <laughs> yeah, piss where you that. eat. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Because... The second something goes awry, it is it is a hellscape right. going to the same place and uh-huh. then worrying about what is this interaction going to look like. Yeah. So you really need to think about that. Yeah. So I would say mm, – We're leaning towards no. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Yeah. A firm with an exclamation point or find another job and then reach out to him. So yeah. just look for a different job. Sure. Okay. Uh, I hope she got her answer though. <laughs> Good luck, Megan. Uh, have you ever ho- – <laughs> and I love that this question assumes that we're so big enough to have fans. Uh, have you ever hooked up with a fan? No. Yes. Okay. I played um, a show 
in Baltimore once. Okay. Um, and the Windy City. There was the, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Charm City. Um, oh, okay, sure. And a girl came up to me afterwards who I'd never met before. Uh huh. Um, and she was like, "I really loved you know the music." And I was the bass player. Yeah. I, I should have. I shouldn't have been getting any. Um, there's a, there's a rumor know. about bass players that the you know they're the least attractive guys in the band, or they get the least action in the band is the is the joke. Oh, I thought it would have been like the guy who plays like tambourine or something. If there is a tambourine player, I believe that ranks lower than the bass <laughs> okay, player. Good. But in general, well, um, yeah, she came up to me and I met her that night and uh, we hooked up. It was it was awesome. I was like, I can't believe that works. It was like the only time it ever happened to me. It was wow. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I have not. Usually, when I date someone, I <laughs> I force them into being a fan. <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> so I will make <laughs> yeah. them watch everything. So uh-huh. post or after? Or I mean, post or before? Uh, like when we're dating, uh-huh. I'm just like, hey, I made this really cool video. You uh-huh. should check it out. But before the initial sex or after the initial sex? Like, are you showing them your work? I f- yeah. uh, I usually try to do it before sex because I'm like, I want you to like kind of get an idea uh-huh. of what you're plugging into. Right. <laughs> so I don't want it to be a surprise after the fact because sure. it could be it could be hard for you. Yeah, yeah. No, I have not hooked up with a yeah. fan. Uh, did I draw that one? Oh, yeah, you, you're next. Okay, how much time do we got? I can't. Oh, we got uh, three minutes. You are writing Biden's inaugural speech. What's the opening line? Okay. This is a big task. Maybe it's a it's a it's a swipe of the forehead and a whoo. Okay. That, that's my initial line for Biden's inaugural speech. Okay, I like it. I mm-hmm. like it. You're you're forcing him to, you know, move his body a little more. Oh yeah, he needs Not a so little stiff. bit more of that. Yeah. Uh I have no fucking clue. Uh <laughs> yeah, it's a tough <laughs> one, right? Hard. Yeah, it's a tough one. I would say it's a loaded um, one too. Uh, it's been a rough couple of years, but I don't know. I'd probably say something very generic in mm-hmm. like I Brene Brown. She's always got really good quotes. I'd look up a Brene Brown quote, okay, or a meme. I follow her on Instagram. I would take one of hers, and he be, and so he's like also like very uh, as opposed to Trump, who uh-huh. was like kind of like you know, misogynistic, uh-huh. he would be quoting a successful woman, be like, hey, look up, because if you look down, you'll trip, or whatever. I don't know. I just, one of her quotes. Sure, I like So it. I would open with a Brene Brown quote. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. Um, who was your celebrity crush growing up? Alison Brie. Alison Brie. Uh, community. Community. Okay. Yes. I think she's absolutely stunning and beautiful. There's a clear age difference. Mine was, here's the thing. When I was a kid, I was a little confused on what I was drawn to. Uh So I knew enough at a young age to say, Tiffany Amber Thiessen's really pretty, yum. (laughs) But I was really, at the time, jonesing for A.C. Slater. And then when the college years of Say by the Bell came around, uh-huh. then it was Zach Morris when it got a little beefier. Right, right. So those, those were are my... good answers. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So my lie <laughs> was Tiffany Amber Thies. Very attractive, uh-huh. but I'm just like, mm, no. For sure. Um, but yeah, so it was n- never Screech, for sure. Draw the next question. Let's see how we're doing. Uh, phone. Okay, 40 seconds. Okay, last one. Crank one in. What's the last picture you took? Ooh, what is the last picture you Let's took? Take a look. I think it's going to be something heartwarming because... The it... last picture I took... Oh, my sister sent me a picture of her. She was like, I took a really good selfie today and just being dumb. I was like, yeah, me too. And I just 
<laughs> basically took just a picture that was very terrible. And it's, I a, it's a picture of my friend standing at Walden Pond in Massachusetts oh. with a beautiful with a beautiful sunset behind it. Oh, Isn't that, that sweet? is. Yeah. You should like have that framed. I should have it framed. That's a really good picture. I think so too. Okay. Let's see. Let me see if we can crank in one more. How much time we got? Two seconds. Two seconds. Uh, how often do you play sports? Okay. <laughs> Mine's um, never. I uh, I bike a lot. I think that's my main activity. Uh, I used to play handball a lot. What is handball? Handball is racquetball uh, against a wall, but you use your hands instead of rackets. It's a very like uh, New York, New Jersey type. Sounds game. very lazy. No, 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 no. It's it's. Uh, you're just throwing a, a ball against a wall. No, no. You're smacking it. So you're you know oh, you know racquetball. Okay. I'm so, I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> you're it's, smacking a ball against a wall. Big it's, difference. It's ten, it's a uh, it's racquetball. It's racquetball, but you use your hands instead of rackets. Have you ever seen racquetball being? Oh, played? you use your hand. Yeah, so it's like it's like the small rubber ball that bounces against the wall, and then uh, you hit it back. Uh, it's like tennis. Okay. But you play on the same side of the court. Highly recommend you check it out. The people who play at West Fourth <laughs> Street is you'll you'll be impressed. You'll be impressed. It's okay. fun. It's a fun sport. Let's see how many we got through. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven questions. Not how bad. do you feel? Would you like to give an acceptance? You you made it more than half. I thought it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I, I, I like how each piece of paper is a different shape or size that doesn't relate to the seriousness of the question. Oh, okay. I thought that was fun. What's the average? I like how you think I did that on purpose. It's yeah. just like I was like cutting it real quick. Oh, yeah. What's <laughs> the average? How many people? Uh, it depends. So our last guest, Nastasha Strang, she only got through I think five, five or six, uh-huh. which is pretty low. Sure. The most I think we've ever gotten through is 18. We've never gotten through 20. Nice. So, all right. So right now, this is your platform to promote mm-hmm. whatever you want. So take it away. Greg, what 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 you got? What you got for me? Please sell me, me on it. I got you. I want to hear it. <laughs> I'm not going to actually promote anything of mine personally. If you want to check out my music, you can go to gregbordulin.com if you need some music for a, a project that you want scored. But what I do want to say is I hope that everyone is taking the steps to really take care of themselves mentally right now. Um, meditation, reading is important. Exercise on some level I think is really important. Take care of yourself. Make sure you talk to the people you need to talk to. Um, cause I don't know if we're going to a second wave or not. It looks like we might be, but, um, well, as of this recording, they announced, uh, a possible vaccine. So there is some sort of glimmer mm-hmm. of hope. So, yeah. but don't be lazy about taking care of yourself mentally because it's an active thing that you have to do and not a passive thing. That's very nice. Thank you, Greg. You got it. So check it out for music. Greg Borodulin.com. Yeah. Can you change it to Miller? That, yeah. would, re- that would really help. I Greg, <laughs> Gregmiller.com. I, I used my middle name as my last name for a while, but I decided to switch it back. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. First. I really, really appreciate it. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Again, if you have a question you'd like to participate uh, in on You Go First, uh, feel free to reach out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, You can also send us a voice message. The link is in the bio. It's done through the Anchor app, one of our sponsors. So, yeah, hit us up. We'd love to have you participate on You Go First. With that said, have a great day, and we will talk to you soon.